Welcome to Turcast 26. Thank My you. My name is Erre Jorsen and I am talking from Prague. Go ahead. You said it. Go back. Talking from the Faroe Islands. That's about it. It's as good as it gets, you know. And Yes, I'm Sad from Budapest talking here. Uh, yeah. That's all I have to say to you. Talking from the Faroe Islands. Like as you mentioned, that I am the singer and guitar player of the band Tear, who is the bass player, Tadeus is the drummer, and Hans is the guitarist as well. We all sing back vocals, as you will experience uh, when our next album comes out. This is uh, Tourcast 26. The 20th episode of our second season. I hope you're watching this on YouTube, which would be the best. You may also be listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Buzzsprout, maybe even some other platform. I'm not sure where this goes, actually. Or, in best case, you are listening on patreon.com slash tierband, and you have early access to this, plus some extra behind-the-scenes material. <clears throat> On our last Turcast, Turcast 25, which was a month ago, uh, unfortunately we skipped uh, one month because, um, well, I was traveling, we were busy with some other stuff, and the traveling um, usually throws me off my routine, unfortunately. On Turcast 25, it turned out to be quite the vomit episode. A lot of... Uh, puke stories, and possibly for that reason the YouTube algorithm buried it, because it didn't get very many views. Uh, I guess <laughs> advertisers don't like their ads over vomit stories. You you really think that that was the case? Maybe we were just I, really boring. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I put all, all the vomit stuff in, in the title of the of the um, episode, and, and I think uh, sure. that must be one of the very first things the, the uh, algorithm catches up on. Well, then let's do something more nice, you know, like rainbows or, or <laughs> I don't know. Unicorn farts. Unicorn farts, exactly, in the next title. Apart from that, I, I, what, what did we discuss in the last one? I don't really remember. There were a lot of these stories, but uh, what was it about, really? Anything? Why do you have to throw us under the bus like that? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm throwing myself under the bus. I don't remember. Uh, it was... Um, it was actually probably more or less about questions from the audience. And uh, you mentioned the first YouTube subscriber. Right, right. He didn't get in touch with us. I remember now. I remember now. Um, today we are doing something completely different. We are going to review the new Dream Theater album. A View from the Top of the World, released about a month ago on October 22nd, 2021. This must be their 14th, 13th album. 
I have no idea. I. Uh, neither, but it, but a lot, um, a lot. It's the fifteenth, fifteenth album. Yeah. Oh, listen to Mister Google there. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, the Wikipedia no, no, no. up. Let him, let him Google all he likes. <laughs> Wikipedia is, is, is a good thing. Um, no. They've been very productive throughout their entire careers. And they haven't slowed down recently. Um, I, I was just looking at their discography and I, li- I listened to the third latest album. Um, the, the, uh, it's called uh, The Last One Was Distance Over Time. Before that was The Astonishing. I, li- I listened to that quite a few times when it came out. And I was very pleased with that album, but the, the uh, latest one before this completely skipped my mind, Distance Over Time. Did you listen to that? Absolutely nope. not. I have to it just admit... Went under my radar. I have to admit, I'm not a big uh, Dream Theater fan. I, um, I, I know I... them since, since high school years, I think. What uh, did you call that my... album? The Astonishing. Before, after that? Um, distance over time. Oh, that was completely have skipped my mind. Huh? <laughs> I thought the astonishing <clears throat> was the last one. Yeah, me too, until I just looked it up right now. Uh, sorry, that was a good album, sorry that is. No, no worries, no worries. I mean, I, I, I just wanted to demonstrate my... Uh, scarce knowledge about and regarding Dream Theater because I really never, almost never listened to them. Uh, I tried it some uh, a few times because um, bass guitarist of my former former band he was a great fan, big fan of them. But to be honest, I never really uh, could get acquainted with uh, James Labrie's voice. It's it's not bad. It's just not for me. That's all. But uh, about this album, I have an opinion. More on that later. Gunnar? What? So how, how well do you know Dream Theater? I, I know them quite well, because uh, I think me and you, we started at the same time listening to them. And, and I always liked them qu- quite well. Uh, there, of course, are some albums that are favorites of mine, but to that later <laughs> no I, I I love the band actually um, I don't know much about them <laughs> I have heard some of their most famous songs um, or popular songs and uh, that's it I think uh, always uh, like the John Petrucci as a guitar player though seen many videos on YouTube. I think we started listening at the same time, like you said, Gunnar. Our, our uh, common friend, Henning Nicodemusan, the drummer, uh, yeah. introduced introduced us to it. He started listening to it, and I was completely fascinated by Dream Theater the very first moment I heard it. It was either um, Images and Words or Awake. It was... Images and words, I think. Probably. Both of them. Those that, are the second and, and third album. I think they were both out by the time we started listening. Yeah. And and I was just deeply fascinated immediately. 
and and I have been ever since. Uh, the musicianship is is um, uh, astonishing, quite astonishing actually. Uh, and um, but I got I fell off the uh, Dream Theater band sometime <laughs> around. I fell off sometime around uh, the Octavarium. I think is the last album I, I remember really paying attention to when it came out, and and then more recently um, the Astonishing and and uh, and now. The, this one. Uh, so I started by already liking them before we, we uh, listened to it here. Um, why did we uh, decide to do this? Um, because it's a quite uh, recent and current album. Yeah. And we, we somebody, really... somebody recommended it. Maybe someone did, yes, now that you mention it, yes, yes. Uh, someone recommended it on YouTube, I believe. Probably. We should have the name here. Never mind. Thanks for recommending it. Uh, it's very. Uh, I made a kind of detailed uh, note for, for each song, and and it's very insightful to look at how they put songs together because it's uh, it's not really straightforward with them, <coughs> and um, it's it's um, informative and insightful to go through it how they do it. So. Go ahead. It's a it's a very. Uh, straightforward start. Some of their albums start with a long intro. For example, I, I think The Astonishing has a very um, musical-like or, or, or cinematic-like uh, structure. This one goes straight to the point in most of the songs. Very aggressive start and, and uh, there are very few long soft passages here. Um, most of them are, are quite aggressive uh, the entire way. I like that. Uh, goes very, very much straight to the point and um, most songs have a good structure I, I think except for, for their usual uh, uh, long and winding uh, solos uh, two, the two last songs uh, Awaken the Master and to the title track of you from the top of the world are they're like 10 and 20 minutes and they could have been much shorter and, and uh, when you look at all the pieces they put together for their uh, solo sections, they could have made many more songs out, out of those because the, the, the music is not bad, it's just not for people who don't have a very long attention span. <laughs> and um, I find myself thinking about something else all of a sudden when I'm trying to, to listen uh, to concentrate on listening to, <clears throat> to, for example, the last song all the way through. If, if I, I force my mind to it, it, it's not bad music. It's just too much in one, maybe. I have, the, I have a similar, similar opinion and similar experience, actually, about that. Uh, I, I listened to the album several times while working out or when I was working at home. And um, the first... Four songs, yeah. I think "Sleeping Giant" was some kind of, you know, the the the, the border between the two parts for me, at least. Uh, the 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 stuff afterwards, I think that's yeah. Three three the three remaining songs, they did not really catch me. I mean, they, they I I was thrown off the wagon from there. Until then, it was. It was actually quite quite interesting, but but it, it just drifted a little bit away, you know. It 
those few songs I listened to from Dream Theater before this, uh, I had the exact same experience usually that um, it is it is really beautiful and very complex music and it's really hard to play, but it's also hard to 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 follow through with it, you know, just as a as a simple listener, you know, it's uh, it is a very nice experience, but I I have to say I always think about Dream Theater like about a like a, like a private circus. You know, it's it's very difficult. You, you need a lot of practice. It looks great. It looks fantastic and, and, and it's fantastic to listen to, but it's it's not really that honest kind of music, but more like like really complex entertaining. You know what I mean? What I mean? And of course, it's more about them loving to play the music rather than to uh, present it in a you know more acceptable form maybe something like that but but the 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 first song for example alien that was that was really great start i was impressed uh, i agree uh, two long songs for me uh, but a lot of great stuff in them uh, something some are parts better than others yeah. Just not really my type of music, but I can appreciate it. Kumar? Oh, me? Well, <laughs> I, um, I I didn't have a chance to actually sit and analyze the album totally, but I, I put uh, this album on in the car several times and I find the same as today was a little bit that uh, I absolutely love the the first couple of songs, but then all of a sudden I just find me drifting away in my own thoughts, and suddenly coming back to the oh where was I? Because <laughs> uh, uh, I think the solos, uh, which is quite usual for them, that they uh, they tend to go on for way too long they could have stopped way before uh but then again that's the way they make their music um but i i must say uh, on the on this album uh the drums on this album i really love uh they are uh, more aggressive somehow which i really like uh, i i don't know uh, it would maybe it's wrong to call it simplified, but it's they seem a little more simpler and more to the point on this one, uh, and I it sounds awfully good. So uh, uh, keep on doing that. That is really <laughs> nice. Uh, it seemed like on the earlier albums that there's been uh, drum wise, uh, it's very technical and uh, very very fine, neat, technical stuff. Uh, on this one, it's it sounds like really hard-hitting drums, and I, I love hard-hitting drums. So, oh, it's good. I mean, Mangini is, is also a very, very, very uh, talented and, and all awesome drummer, really. 
I they mean, he is, all he's a master are. <laughs> drummer. Yes, of course. But um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe Portnoy was was putting in more subtle things. Maybe, like I said, I, I I'm not no expert on this band, but uh, as far as I remember, Portnoy was was doing maybe a, a bit more of um, you know uh, of uh, f- uh, finesse in his uh, in his drumming. But also ah. maybe maybe in this in this particular album this was their you know this was their goal to to go in a more aggressive more metal style and, and less proggy style uh, direction maybe uh, I also uh, there uh, one thing yeah. about the drums uh, love how they sound uh, and I had to check who uh, mixed and mastered the album. And it's mm-hmm. Andy Snape, and I think uh, he always has the best makes... drum sound. It's always very powerful. And, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, which other bands has he done? Uh, Judas, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, uh, Arch Enemy, uh, Exodus. I'm on a mouth as well, right? Uh, probably Creator. Uh, nice. Okay, so. A lot of bands. One, one of the really, really good ones. <clears throat> mega death to uh, yeah, accept well, that makes the, a lot of um, sense. but um, you said I was, I was, I was uh, <laughs> thinking about the, the, the structure of the songs if you disregard the long solos I, I thought the verses the, the bridges and the choruses all, all the parts where there are vocals had very nice length and and usually it's very good build up, very good structure, uh, just overall very well done. But then you get after the second chorus and there comes like, like five minutes of, of solo and and uh, it it it's been like that for forever for them. They, they started uh, out like that and and uh, it was quite fascinating to to begin with, especially for us musicians, I think. Um, but now it, it it gives me the impression of unbalanced songwriting. You know, too little song, too too much solo. Yeah. Uh, it has to be a better balance for, for a better overall listening experience. Now, if, if you are a, a nerdy guitar player like we certainly, uh, or mu- nerdy musician as we certainly used to be, maybe we're a bit less that now. Then then you you might very well like that. But but um, at where I am at right now. It, it doesn't um, fascinate me the same way it used to. Um, I, I thought the first two songs were the two least catchy. Um, I did write in, in the notes that I thought th- that the chorus of, of The Alien and, and uh, the chorus of Answering the Call were not that catchy after I'd listened to them a few times. There, there was not a good melody or a good hook there that caught me. But uh, f- for the last... Uh, at least the very last song, uh, the, the title track, and, and also we're making the master uh, transcending time too. I mean, it, very good choruses, very good song structures. Um, and uh, generally uh, very good vocals. I, I've sometimes thought that his vocals were, were uh, too, um, I don't know, clinical. Uh, or, or, or uh, technical, as, as he, he, he um, has sometimes sacrificed the pronunciation uh, to, to hit the right tones. So 
sometimes I've thought you, you can hardly understand what the hell understand what the hell he's saying, but he's hitting the right tones. So so um, that's been one of his problems. But uh, he's been a bit hit and miss. Some albums he's been extraordinarily good. Uh, Octavarium, for example, his vocals are insanely good. Uh, here I think he is um, above his medium level. This is this is uh, solid singing. I would call it. Like I said, I think I, I, I found his 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 voice on on earlier records quite annoying. On this one, I'm totally fine with it. So, uh, yeah. I, Give a listen to to Octavarium. See what you think about that. All right. I will. I I remember I, that. Uh, one or two songs, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll give it another listen. I I think I, I mean, ha had to be at least fifteen years that I listened to that album. I think he does really good on uh, falling into infinity, which I still think is their way their best album ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I really love that one. I don't know why, but it it has a good sound, and. Uh, Train of Thought, wow, that's an amazing album. And he sings really good on there as well. And he has a good day on Systematic Chaos as well. Um, Just in my opinion. Uh, so. the, the thing with uh, Falling Into Infinity, it, it's probably the album where they have most songs with a very simple structure and, and very poppy soft songs. And it works brilliantly for them. Um, yeah, so they are capable of making very listenable songs. I understand exactly. if they if they don't uh, find that too interesting or if they want to, uh, they obviously like what they're doing. But, but mm -hmm. uh, as a listening experience overall, that might be better. Uh, I, I fallen into infinity. <clears throat> wow, ha 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 ha! That's just a, that's just fantastic. So, yeah. What what I find interesting is that. Uh, this this band has really some kind of signature melody or signature mood they are getting back to in almost every of their songs. It's like you know some some have a have a signature bass sound or 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 some drum fill or you know something you you hear and you say ah that's that band, and and with Dream Theater I think it's 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 a certain mood or atmosphere uh that that appears around the the, the middle parts of of each of their songs like like when when they're done with the first few uh verses and and uh, choruses and then go over to five minutes of soloing and and you know you, you feel that that mood that that somehow or at least for me in my subjective opinion always little bit breaks the mood of the song until that point you know it, it always takes mm -hmm. it to a to a more artificial level it's it's like like i said it, some kind of a of a circus attraction you know it's it's not real real feelings it's it's more written you know what i mean i i, I can follow that yeah yeah um one thing that uh I've thought about Dream Theater since they got the keyboard player they have now, Jordan Rudess, I believe his Rudess. name. Yeah. Um, he uses a lot of 
a retro or, or, or just old sounding samples. Yes. Um, some of them sound like they're, you know, 80s, mono even. very it's, 80s. It's mixed in the mono. <laughs> and um, it's, it's not boring. That's the best thing I can say for it. But, but sometimes I think I mean, you really should have some better and more modern sounds because uh, I don't think it does the music any favors. He, he seems like he's clowning around just, uh, you know, behind the music sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure they're having fun. I don't think it, uh, it that part makes the music any better. Sometimes I wish it was a bit more symphonic and, and epic here and there. Uh, although the, the last couple of songs on this album are, are really symphonic and epic. In other places, uh, you know, they could have used some more better orchestration to, to make the choruses bigger, for example, uh, instead of having this <laughs> retro keyboard in the background. That, mm -hmm. that kind of also gives them away uh, I think uh, it's it's one of their signature sounds. He's good at it. it it's uh, entertaining, but uh, I, I will. I think they might uh, benefit from doing it differently. Yeah, I agree. Have to agree on that one. Um, I don't yeah. agree. I uh, like it now. <laughs> go ahead <laughs> no 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 uh, it's uh, I think it's very hard to uh, just uh, say anything about it because they do what they do and they do it very well I think so uh, no doubt and, about uh, that uh, and also better than anyone and also uh, as Tadeus also mentioned they uh, they are They're doing music their own way, yeah. uh, and, and and not it does not sound they necessarily are doing like uh, let's write this catchy <laughs> uh, uh, melody song that will hit number one. I don't think they do that. Um, they write what they think is interesting. I think so, but you'll never know. It's, it's just, young, young. Uh, I, I think that is probably correct, um, but uh, it seems a bit of a waste when they have so many good um, sections of music that are, you know, the 117th section of uh, of the solo on the second last song. Uh, and, you, and it comes on and you think, wow, this could be a really good song. Mm. Um, yeah, but that, that, then they would have to make like uh, 50 albums. <laughs> <laughs> Or just pick out the best ideas and, and treat them uh, a bit more uh, concise, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it wouldn't be Dream Theater. But, but you know, then they have, have a riff where they all take turn at playing solos and, and uh, they just change the key and play another solo and another kind of solo. And, and uh, some of the solos sound improvised. Some of them are very arranged and, and playing in unison. Um, sounds like a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I suppose that's what they go for. And, and uh, about their odd time signatures, it sounds to me like they're using the same ones over and over. Yes. The, the seven, eight for, for the verses. Uh, and uh, nothing, nothing bad about that, but that's also one of their giveaway sounds. So there are quite a few things about them that I, I think 
you, it makes you hear immediately that's Dream Theater. Um, I thought there was once, maybe twice on this album, I, I thought this really sounds like I heard it before on earlier Dream Theater albums, but, but uh, mostly not, honestly. No, I actually got the same thing. Hmm. There were some stuff uh, that I thought were... I think they had something like that on earlier albums where some of the stuff came back, which they already done before, just in a uh, different uh, version. Yeah, yeah, they reused their own music. Uh, there's, there's something on, on uh, scenes from a memory that is taken from uh, the second or the third album. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but then they also tie the lyrics back in, so you can see it's intentional. Uh, mm -hmm. Whereas, whereas here, uh, it didn't sound intentional. It sounds like sounded to me like there was something that was very similar uh, to something on uh, scenes from a memory, and then the chorus ends in in uh, out of place major instead of a minor. So it's so it's not the same thing. They're trying to do something different, but but. Uh, Thinking about how much music there is on this, you know, that's a small problem. And and there was really once, maybe one and a half times, where I thought that it was too similar to, to something earlier. Yeah. Um, so so um, if we um, if our maximum score is nine hammers, then um, how many hammers uh, would you give this album? How how often? Does nine hammer occur? Uh, nine hammers occur. I mean, we, we you you, we you would give you you would give uh, painkiller uh, nine hammers. Yes, uh, I would. You would, give, you would give ride the lightning nine hammers. Uh, mm -hmm. Anything yeah. below that is is. Uh, I I would say I I would have to say it it's at least a seven. Yeah, yeah, uh, solid seven hammers. I think I'll say the same. Seven, very, very uh, high quality. Suffers from, uh, well, same thing as most of the other albums suffer from. N not, not really one extremely good song on it, uh, like on some other albums. I I'm, not, I'm not sure any of this is going to be uh, one of their returning hits uh, for live shows. Uh, it's very hard to say in advance, but, but I didn't have that feeling, except the two last songs, maybe. Um, Hans, what's your take on this? Come on, uh, feed hammer. me with your I information. Hammer us. I would say six out of nine. <gasps> Heretic! <laughs> so, Smash! Uh, <laughs> which is a great score. It actually is. In, in, in Fabian, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, come on. Out of nine, that's not bad. So that's on, on average, that's 6.75 hammers goes to Dream Theater's A View from the Top of the World from Tuir. Yeah. There you go. All right. Since uh, our last tour cast, Tadeus and I were up on Slatar uh, Tinder in the Faroe. Yes. I believe there explain. are pictures on Instagram. There are, there are. Just to explain uh, quickly what exactly that is for, for those who don't know. It oh, is the okay. highest mountain in the Faroes, 884 or something meters high. 
Yeah. Uh, doesn't sound very much, but it's a small and very steep country. And uh, it was not 100% safe to walk there in that weather. But and it was uh, snowing. <laughs> when it when you are as, as uh, fit as we are, it's it's uh, close to uh, very safe. But uh, we got there. It was a nice trip. We sure did. It was very nice. It was a bit bit chilly in the end, but uh, yeah. You, and you we can feel it when you're up there that the weather would kill you in in, in a matter of a uh, few ten minutes. Oh yes, it didn't oh, have yes, protection definitely. from the elements. <laughs> and we absolutely, definitely found the path. At the first moment, of course, there was there was no no let's, wandering let's. around. No, no, not not at all. <laughs> when we arrived, we I thought, whoa, better get to that path. I know it goes up there. So we started walking, looking for the path. What the hell? Can't see a path. So it was very hard, at least for me, to, to walk uh, on on the uh, slope. Uh, very hard for my calves. So. Uh, I uh, was lagging behind a bit and we finally found the path when we got, I would say, more than halfway up, well, well above that. So, oh good, we found the path, Let, let's just follow it back so we have an easier walking when we get down. And when we got down, the path led like two meters from the car. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth did we miss that? It, it was actually really, I mean, it was, um, that, but still the question, Surreal. I mean, it was, it was very, it was very, very hard to miss it, actually, you know? Yes, yes, it was... it's like a step from the car <laughs> out to the path. Ah, there's the yeah. <laughs> How, do, how well. did you not see that? <laughs> Anyways, we've been at the top, and <laughs> that's the important thing. What, what, Didn't what was see the, the original challenge? Uh, 700 meters? Seven or 800, but I think we, we said 700 in the end because... Oh, uh, I believe we did. Yeah. Because there, there, there's no 800 uh, plus on Pseudodoy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how's that the chance to come with us? Neither here, it's 700 yeah. and something. Oh, is it? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, it's getting a pretty bad uh, hiking season in the Faroes. So I'm not sure we're going to do anything about this until spring or summer. Well, today the weather was absolutely perfect but now it's for like you have to be minutes. ready two, because it two, changes in two, a matter of minutes yeah two days ago it was absolutely there was snow everywhere and one rainy night it all disappeared in <laughs> yeah it changes like that it's funny yeah and now i think there's a storm coming up tonight uh, again no Everyone. shit again so. <laughs> Um, there was a pretty decent storm a couple of days ago before I left. I met. Uh, <laughs> yeah, had, you 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 make a commercial. That was kind of cool, actually. <laughs> it was the so the the thunder was fake. Uh, they had a light uh, of a flashing uh, strobe of some kind in front of me and put put the sound on, but the rest was quite real. It was hardly the shaking of the camera was real. I mean, the, we could hardly stand on our feet there. We were out there doing doing that scene. It's like a 15 second scene. We did it three or four times and we were completely soaked. And, and uh, I wanted to go to a bit higher place to get more wind, but we got halfway up to that place. It's not even very high. And we decided to just stop there and do it. That was fun. I like that kind of stuff. Um, looked very convincing. So, uh, <laughs> I hope it did. Um, 
I thought up a new challenge. You did. I did. Really? Can bring we, it on. Can we let our beards grow for a year? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> look, look, uh, look at this. Look at this. This. This is my normal growth on the side. And this is the normal here. So, I mean, it's... I'm almost 40 years old, but I still am unable to grow a normal beard. <laughs> well, well, I mean, uh, looks decent. It uh, doesn't yeah. show to, to look at your face uh, if you uh, trim it to shame. Oh, so, I, I, so, I was so, telling so, my girlfriend only, only yesterday, this is going to drive me absolutely insane. I'm going to shave it off tomorrow. Because <laughs> I always <laughs> underestimate... How annoying I find a long beard, but uh, if you guys are in, hell no. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe with <laughs> uh, no. you know, with uh, some restrictions, like like you can trim a, trim like like a few millimeters every month or you something can, like tr that. Trim your mustache, for example. Yeah, yeah, but because it, it it just grows inside of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, if 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 that is an option, I'm in. I'm not in. How much trimming do you need? Huh? I'm just, how, how much trimming do you need? What would uh, be acceptable for you? No, nothing, because uh, having beard on the side here, I, I, it's unbearable. <laughs> it's... I, am, I agree completely. <sighs> I agree 1000%. And that's <laughs> just the first thing. And the second thing is, uh, I have. Uh, well, I have many scars on my face, so there are many places that it actually doesn't grow, so it looks fucking stupid. Uh, and on top of that, it looks like I'm a hobo or something like that when it grows out. What if the, the end, end of your chin, yeah. like what you have now, if you let that grow for, for a year, is that possible? That I could do. Do that. Shake. It's a deal. That cool. is the challenge. Hans? So just the chin? Yeah, like a goatee or what they call it. Yeah, I can try. One year? Yeah. I did let my beard grow for a little over a year. And I ended up earlier this year uh, shaving it because it, I got so tired of it. It's itching and food gets stuck yeah. in there. <laughs> that is the worst. And, and I had my beard down, down to uh, the middle of my chest uh, at one point. I think it took me three years. And w when you walk around in wind, in like uh, it's windy in the Faroes all the time, when it hits you in the face, it really hurts. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's much more massive th than, than your head here. Much more yeah. massive. It, it's, like a, it's like someone hitting you with, with a... Yeah, I can't really think of a comparison, but it it, it packs a decent punch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's nice. do this. Let's do this. One year, one year. So um, uh, we 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 well, if everything goes well, we'll be on tour uh, in one in exactly one year. So if all goes well, we will. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Deal, deal. Oh, I, it's starting to itch already. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I feel your pain, bro. I feel your itch, brother. I mean, to to be quite honest, if uh, if there wasn't a double chin hiding under here, <laughs> this shit would go so quickly. But uh, <laughs> it's there to stay forever, unfortunately. So you look nice with it. Oh, thank you very much. That's you very much appreciated. Well thank you, so thank well you, done. thank you. <laughs> You, oh. look, you look likable. Oh. <laughs> Kashin. Kashin. <laughs> um, yeah. Shouldn't we shouldn't we mention the the picture? What picture? What picture? picture? Of you and I. Go ahead. Mention it, please. Well, oh, right, 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 right. Yes. There was there was this there was this um Neon sign of some kind or LED in um, sign in, in, in the window of, of the Nordic house facing uh, the road. Uh, it says, make the North great again. And we had no clue what it was about. Just thought it looked funny. So we jumped up there, made a selfie with this in the background. And people went apeshit on Facebook. Complete apeshit. You can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> I'm gonna dislike. We'd lost at least a hundred followers. <laughs> uh, I why? Uh, relations to make America great again by Donald Trump, uh, which is this has nothing to do with that. Th of this course. this is is a joke, and and this is a, a Norwegian um, art exhibition installation, uh, yeah. installation that, that started in Svalbard apparently in in um, well before trump even but now they have this this make the north great again uh, slogan I, I don't know who came up with it and uh, i don't think it's uh, political i think it's uh, a joke of some kind uh, but when people see make anything great again they will dislike or un unlike your band on on any social media even, i say good riddance actually yes because we even even put the link with the explanation of the whole thing there and yeah, yeah. many many people didn't even care to read it i mean we we got like five over five thousand reactions on on the picture and <laughs> i mean yeah well this was good for you know publicity but but this was not <laughs> we we just uh, thought it was funny because you know I mean, uh, do do whatever. do we keep do we keep on stepping into those um, what you say um, uh, kind of uh, unfortunate things? <laughs> Actually, this was we we were talking about that. Should we? Should we not? Yeah, let's just do because we thought. Come on, how you bad can know, it be? But 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 then again, <laughs> if it's only online and and online opinions really are not representative of of real yeah. world opinions. Everything looks worse online. So, I uh, I, I just thought, make the North great again. Hey, that's a very very cool sentence. Yes, of course, let's make the North great again. Well, it is. It great is already, already great. great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is pretty damn great. Yeah. yeah. So we're not talking about North America here. God damn it. <laughs> the North Scandinavia, whatever you want to call it, even if some part of it is not Scandinavia. So, yeah. 
there was a very interesting study made by by a Faroese uh, uh, guy who, who's on, on TV quite frequently. Oh, I can't remember his name. I've, I've had some conversations with him. Um, anyway, his, the area of study here was how, how representative of, of the general public are uh, opinions on uh, Facebook and, and social media in general. And there was a very low correlation. Something might look very polarized and, and uh, contentious and, and um, um, whatever on, on uh, Facebook. When you ask people uh, their honest opinion, uh, not through Facebook or any, just a general inquiry to the public, ask general members of the public, random members of the public, you get a much uh, more central uh, opinion. Uh, people are much more uh, gathered around the cent center opinion. If you look on, on, on social media, it looks like everything is polarized and that may not be representative. So it definitely we is are not. Fa fairly safe to, to ignore this. We lost, uh, we lost 100 uh, followers on, on Facebook who... who um, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to uh, get into that. Um, but we have talked about um, American I politics mean, before on this on this uh, podcast, and uh, we have said our honest opinion about um, uh, American politicians. And I don't I don't think anyone can can uh, get come to the conclusion that we are uh, pro if you, um, if you really are intelligent politics. <laughs> if you really are that touchy, well, what what are you doing on the internet? I mean, <laughs> yeah. holy... Valid point, valid point. <laughs> yes. Oh, you should see the shit out there. This is absolutely nothing. You have so yeah. many pages to unlike if you can't stand that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean... You can boycott them. Moly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So... We could use about a hundred likes because, like I said, Gunnar is uh, very likable with that nice beard, which will grow very long over the next year. Uh, about there. Look, look forward to being impressed. Um, you it, can... actually, it actually grows very, very tedious. Uh, I can't say that in English, but it grows very slow. <laughs> <laughs> Tediously um, slow. I don't know if you can say yes, that. Yes, that, that you can say that. You just did. It worked perfectly. Oh, I, I, yes, I did. <laughs> Eat your own words, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find, uh, talking to our dear viewers, you can find me on, on uh, YouTube. I'll put a direct link. You can find Tadeus on YouTube. You can find Hans on YouTube. I will provide direct links. And soon you will also find Gunnar on YouTube. Although, not yet. Well, 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, you will find us as tier underscore official. On Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, we are tier band. You should follow us or track us, as it's called, on bandsintown.com slash tier. Bands in Town will let you know when we play near you. Very important that you do not want we are even on TikTok at TierFarrow on TikTok. You should frequently and loudly listen to your favorite songs, stream them right here on YouTube or on your favorite streaming platform. You can also go to tier.fm and 
coaches and Epi, CD, some merch, and sign up for our newsletter. On patreon.com slash cheerbound, you can put questions directly to us that we none this time. We will answer them. Thank you. Shut up. Bye. Bye. Bye.